In sports betting, the holy grail for any gambler is the big parlay. It's the quickest way to make a ton of money, and that is what we're going to do here every single week. I'm Chris Horwoodell, and this is my quest for unimaginable riches through impractical odds. Welcome to In Pursuit of a Parlay. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of In Pursuit of a Parlay. I am your host, Chris Horwoodell, Season 2, Episode 13, and the show just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I have no one but you to thank for all of that. Thank you for the support on whatever platform it is you're engaging with it, whether it's YouTube, whether it's Spotify, whether you're watching us, whether you're listening, whatever you're doing, we appreciate it. And please keep it up. Pretty please. Thank you so much. We're going to get right into our picks this week. Eight National Football League games, as always. I have BovadaSportsBook.com open in front of me for the latest lines on everything we need. And let's start right here. You know where we're going to go. The Chicago Bears, the Atlanta Falcons. We're showing that the Falcons are going to win this one out right about 67% of the time. The Bears are seven and three. <laughs> they are not. They're three and seven. They're in fourth place in the NFC North, and you know they're struggling. But Justin Fields has been something of a revelation for the team over the last handful of weeks. NFC Offensive Player of the Month hasn't translated into wins just yet, and he's been more effective running the ball than he has been throwing it so far. As a matter of fact, he leads the team in both passing and rushing yards. 749 rushing yards for Fields this season. Their top receiver, only 464 receiving yards. This is the best running team in football, over 200 yards a game, and the absolute worst passing team, 128.1. When it comes to the Falcons, they're 4-6. and six. They're in second place in the NFC South, a conference that has been sort of marred in mediocrity, only one game behind the first place Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Marcus Mariota has been what we expected him to be for this team. He's a placeholder and clearly not the quarterback of the future. Tyler Algier has been solid at running back, the rookie from BYU, 443 yards leading the team, but only one score. Keep that in mind for our DFS fans out there. We're showing that the Bears are going to cover this one about 74% of the time. And if they're going to cover, why not win outright? Plus 125 at Bavada is going to be our first pick of the day. And I feel good with that. I think we got some good picks today. Every week, we've been doing better and better. Great week last week. So close to hitting them all. But let me remind you that hitting an eight-pick parlay is incredibly difficult. That's why, as always, and as it says on the screen, I encourage you to pick and choose the ones you feel good about, combine them with your own selections. I don't want to be responsible for you losing money, I'm just here to help. I'm just here to help and have some fun. Let's continue with the fun going to game number two and uh, unfortunately this one had the makings of a game that was going to be far more fun than it may be now when they were supposed to play it in Buffalo and upwards of six feet of snow. The game's been moved to Detroit, Michigan, the Cleveland Browns, and the Buffalo Bills. We're showing the Bills are going to win this one about four times out of five outright. And that does, in fact, seem about right. 
Cleveland's three and six. They're in third place in the AFC North, just treading water until they get Deshaun Watson back in a couple of weeks. Watson is practicing with the team. Brissett, 2,000 yards, passing eight touchdowns. Nick Chubb, 904 on the ground. They're the fifth best running team in football. However, the next to worst team in terms of points against at 26.4. That is going to come into play today, unfortunately. The Buffalo Bills are 6-3, and three, not having quite the season they thought they would be, but still only one game behind the first place in Miami Dolphins. Sounds weird. There are some questions about that Josh Allen elbow. The UCL injury seemed to affect him last week. Didn't get the typical Josh Allen zip on the ball. But much like Justin Fields, although in a form of a quarterback who also throws the ball well, Allen is their leading passer and rusher. 200, pardon me, 2,733 run, uh, passing yards and 476 running yards. This is the second best passing offense in football, the ninth best rushing offense, the second best offense in points for, and the second best offense in points against. This one feels like a get-right game for the Bills, who we're showing are going to cover about 84% of the time. It's, that, it's a big line all the way up to Browns plus eight. I don't think that's going to be enough today. We're going to take the Bills minus eight at Bavada, and that is going to take our parlay now two picks in up to plus 330. We're not going, we're not, I don't intend to go nuts with everything against the line today. Uh, I want to play it a little more safe, but these first two feel extraordinarily safe. Let's head to New York to talk about the Detroit Lions versus the New York football Giants. We're showing the Giants are going to win this one about two-thirds of the time outright. The Lions are three and six. They're in second place in that NFC North that we talked about, and... You know, they're a very good offense. Eighth in passing yards, tenth in rushing yards, ninth in points for, though all of those numbers are trending down a little bit. However, much like that Browns team, they can't stop anybody from scoring the football. They're dead last in the National Football League in points against a 29.3. The Giants are 7-2, and two, good for second place in the NFC East. Daniel Jones has been a game manager at quarterback this year. They haven't really asked him to do too much, and we've seen a reemergence of Saquon Barkley as a star running back for this team. 931 yards and six scores. The, line, the Giants are not going to beat you badly in the air. 30th in the NFL, but third in rushing yards and a top 10 team in points against at just 19.2. We're showing the Giants are going to win this one much like the original line. They're going to win this one about two-thirds of the time, just a touch more. So we're going to go money line here. That feels safe. Giants money line, minus 175 at Bavada. And that'll take our parlay, now three picks in, up to plus 575. It's a good payout already. And we're just three picks in. Our next game is going to be the Los Angeles Rams heading to Nolens to take on the New Orleans Saints. Both teams struggling this season. We're showing about a coin flip, quite frankly, and who's going to win this one? Though, I feel a little bit more, uh, a little more, a little more strongly than uh, than the numbers do here. The Rams are three and six. They're dead last in the NFC West. Weird division. Just 
a weird division. Matt Stafford can't stop throwing the football to the other team. Eight touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 1,928 yards passing. They have got no run game to speak of. Daryl Henderson Jr., their leading rusher, 274 yards and three scores. Top receiver Cooper Cup is out for six to eight weeks. This might be an opportunity to figure out how to incorporate Allen Robinson into the offense. This could be a blessing in disguise, and who knows, maybe that OBJ fella is playing for them in a couple of weeks. It certainly uh, seems like a position that would make sense at this point, given their newfound need at wide receiver. The New Orleans Saints are 3-7. and seven. They're in third place in the NFC South. Andy Dalton also likes throwing the football to the other team, but... What rookie wide receiver Chris Alave has been electric for the Saints in lieu of Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas being in the lineup. Saints are a top 10 passing team and decent defensive team also finding themselves in the top 10. We're showing that the Rams are going to cover this one about 55% of the time and I absolutely agree. So much so, I think the Rams win this one outright. I also, for the record, don't hate the over at 39 here, but we're gonna play it. Well, we're not gonna play it safe. We're gonna make the most challenging pick of the six available. Uh, we're gonna take Rams money line plus 125 at Bavada, and that is gonna take our parlay. Now four picks in, up to plus 14.19. I love it. Feeling good. And I'm feeling good about this one as well. We're going to go to Indianapolis, where the Philadelphia Eagles head to town to take on the Indianapolis Colts. We're showing the Eagles coming off of a, a bad loss. Uh, a loss is probably going to sting them a little bit to the Commanders last week. Going to win this one about 70% of the time outright. Philadelphia does have some injuries, but they made some additions to the defensive line, bringing in a pair of former Pro Bowlers in Linval Joseph and Ndamukong Sue. Joseph will be in the lineup. Sue is still to be determined at this point. Philadelphia's 8-1, best record in football, first place in the NFC East. Jalen Hurts, still one of the top, uh, top challengers for the MVP this year. Miles Sanders has gotten more involved in the offense, 710 yards rushing, along with six scores, up from zero last year. That's a solid improvement. Eagles a top 10 team basically all around, but 11th in total passing yards. 6th in rushing yards, 3rd in points for, 8th in points against. It's a good football team, and uh, GM Howie Roseman did look to shore up some holes this week. The Colts, 4-5-1, coming off of a victory in the new coach bump for Jeff Saturday. They got the win over the Las Vegas Raiders, which, you know, is what it is. Matt Ryan back at quarterback. This is a mediocre football team in terms of passing yards. They're about in the middle of the NFL. <laughs> Who would have thought? They're 28th in the NFL in rushing yards. I guess that speaks to getting down early. They can't score. They're 30th in points for at 15.7. A decent defense. 11th in the NFL, giving up 20.3 per game. We're showing the Eagles are going to cover this line about 69% of the time. I sure agree. I think this is a bounce back win for the Eagles who handle this team. We're not going to go, we're not going to get all fancy with alternate lines like we did last week because that bit me in the ass. But we're going to take Eagles minus six and a half at Bavada, and that is going to take our parlay all the way up to plus 27.99 after five games. 
our next game right here. The team that beat the Eagles last week, the Washington Commanders, head to Houston to take on the Houston Texans. Man, that team was celebrating like they won the Super Bowl instead of a Week 10 matchup in division game last week. Uh, will not have Chase Young back. There was some thought that he could be activated this week. They're going to hold him out at least one more. We're showing this is a really a toss-up with, with a slight favor to Washington in terms of winning outright. The Commanders are 5-5. Five and five. They're in last place in the NFC East. And, you know, Taylor Heineke will be at the helm probably for two more weeks, quite frankly, regardless of what the media tells you. This week and next, because of the trade that was made for Carson Wentz in terms of the, the compensation for what they'd have to give up if he starts X number of games, just so happens it would drop if he misses the next two, so expect that to happen. Terry McLaurin was outstanding last week for this team. 737 yards on the season, but only two scores for the electric wide receiver. The Houston Texans are 1-7-1 coming off of that, that opening day tie to the, the Colts. <laughs> Haven't really righted the ship. Since then, there's a lack of playmakers on this team. They're in fourth place in the AFC South. Davis Mills has really exposed himself as a game manager type quarterback. I, I said it on another show, but I think Mills is going to be, he's between the 25th and the 40th best quarterback in the NFL, and I think that's probably where his ceiling lie. Damian Pierce has been solid for the team, 772 yards rushing and three scores for the rookie. The commanders are going to cover this one about 79% of the time. feel good about that, but why not play it safe? We'll take Commander's Moneyline, minus 175 at Bavada, and that is going to take our parlay six picks in, all the way up to plus 44.56. We're going we're gonna to hit five digits here. The Cincinnati Bengals head to Pittsburgh in the uh, penultimate game of our parlay. We're showing that the Bengals are going to win this one about 80% of the time. The Bengals 5-4, second place in the AFC North behind only the Baltimore Ravens. Wide open division. Joe Burrow has come down to earth a little bit this year. 2,535 yards. There was so much expected from him. He missed the preseason. It's a rounding into shape kind of thing. They'll still be without Jamar Chase, their leading receiver, who has 605 yards on the season. They are a top six passing offense when all is clicking, but again, no Jamar Chase. Top six scoring offense, 25.3 a game. Good defense, horrible. Rushing attack, 98.8, good for 27th in the National Football League. The Steelers, three and six, third place in the AFC North, have TJ Watt back, and that's a huge boon for this team. However, they are without Minka Fitzpatrick in the secondary for a sec. Oh, just as of a couple days ago, look at, look at this. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick is going to play after the appendectomy. That's a bit of a surprise. They are 3-6. They are in third place in the AFC North, tied with the Browns. Kenny Pickett's been the guy, though he has to stop turning the football over. Deontay Johnson emerging as their top wide receiver, 435 yards so far. We're showing that the Bengals are going to cover this one about 63% of the time. I like it, but not as much as I did before the make of Fitzpatrick news. You know, this feels like an opportunity. It really does. Why not? We're going to go Steelers' money line here with Fitzpatrick in and Chase out. Steelers' money line plus 160 at Bavada. 
And that is really going to help our bottom line here. That's going to take our parlay now 7 of 8 picks in up to plus 11,746. 100 bucks wins 11K. That's not bad. Got to get them all right, though. Pick and choose, fellas. Pick and choose. Be smart. It's the holidays. Our last game of the week. Monday Night Football from Estadio Azteca in Mexico City. The San Francisco 49ers had, well, play the Arizona Cardinals. We're showing that the 49ers are going to win this one about 68.2% of the time. I think it's a little bit higher than that. The 49ers, 5-4, second place in the NFC West. Have looked good. Two-game winning streak. Beat the Chargers. Beat the Rams. You can excuse them for a loss to the Chiefs a while back. Garoppolo's been good since taking over their top 10 passing offense, a top 13 rushing offense, fourth in the NFL in points against a stingy defense, only 18.1 points per game given up. Now, the Arizona Cardinals are a more interesting situation. They're 4-6. and six. They're third place in the NFC West. Kyler's the leading, uh, leading quarterback, 2,168 yards, 12 touchdowns. Also leads the team in rushing. Hollywood Brown leads the team in receiving. And last we looked at this one, and I do think it's worth checking again right now, but last we looked at this one, a lot of question marks for who's going to be in the lineup and who's going to be a quarterback for that Cardinals team. Uh, both Kyler Murray and... Colton McCoy. Well, McCoy doesn't appear to be on the injured list anymore, but so let's assume that he's going to be the, the quarterback. Murray questionable for the game Monday night. A lot of question marks, but even if the team just hasn't been that good, though, better with Nuke back, we're showing 70% chance the 49ers are going to cover. Couldn't agree more, but we don't need it. We don't need all that. We're going to go 49ers money line, minus 370 at Bavada for our eighth and final pick of the parlay this weekend. NFL games. Don't think we've ever done that before. Super exciting. Super fun. Wanted to throw Wrexham in there, but it's just me. Our parlay, pretty solid, pretty safe. Eight picks, plus 14,948 at Bavada. All right, that's going to be it for this week's episode of In Pursuit of a Parlay. It's what? Episode 13 of season two. Lucky number 13. Feels like a good time to get a win here. Thank you all for your support. It's appreciated. Please continue. And we will see you back here next week.